Hi, Internet. <laughs> hey, Internet. How's it going? Uh, welcome to episode 25 of Outrage Factory. We are now a quarter of a century old. I think we're legit now. Uh, no. Yes. Once 25 is legit. Once we have more than 25 listeners, we'll be legit. I think we Not have more 25, than 25 listeners. 25 episodes. I gotta see how many listeners. We're we getting there. I feel like we're trending in the wrong direction because uh, are every, people leaving? Every week we say something to alienate another like segment of of our listeners. Good, aren't we so, looking for a niche audience? I mean, that's the point. But we're if, trying to carve out a niche, <laughs> and it's like a spear tip. So. The sharper and smaller the niche is, the more devoted our listeners will be. The thing about that is that uh, the niche we're going to end up with is going to be a niche of two listeners, and that will be me and you. You mean one listener? (laughs) Do you not listen to our podcast? I record it. I listen to it once in a while. Don't you ever want to go back and relive the genius and be like, man, that was a really insightful, smart thing I said? Well, no, because then I'll have to listen to all the dumb things I said and be like, oh, maybe I'm not smart. <laughs> maybe. I don't want to have to question my own intelligence by doing not research into what I say. Have a podcast anymore. Uh, I spent not much time on the internet this week, so I'm counting on you to kind of fill me in. Oh, that's funny uh, because uh, I did not either. Because I. Was up against it and had to do some of that shitty overtime people seem to like. Let's talk about this. There's people who complain about they don't their job doesn't give them enough overtime and they what, get who mad about that. Who complains about that? I don't know. People who want money more than free time. I know people who complain that, uh, like, oh, so. Okay, we only have 23 listeners. Yeah. That's not on, great. SoundCloud. That doesn't say how many people download us. That's not. Oh, that's just 23 followers. We have. Oh. These are the listeners per episode. Oh, so let's just go with the most. Can you rank them by the most? Let's go track. I think that is ranked by the most. No, it's not. Oh, wait. Why don't you guys like our new shit? Are you guys hipsters and only listening to our old shit? Oh, we got more listens than this one. The the guest spot we did on uh, Intergalactic Interviews, which, by the way, great podcast. Shout out to uh, Jimmy McDonald, Palomars, uh, who has had us on a couple of times. Well, one of our one of our episodes has 132 listens. I'm not going to tell you which because you should think they're all equally great. I think that that's public. Anyone can go and look at that and see don't go look at them. <laughs> Just listen to them all 132 times. Please. Minimum. Anyways. Minimum. Uh, so, yeah. Overtime. What were you saying? I, I, people complain that they work overtime. And so the the belief, at least in BC labor law, the, the belief that people have is that if you're a salaried employee yeah. uh, getting paid like an annual salary rather than an hourly wage, that you're not eligible for overtime. So any hours that you work above and beyond... Uh, you're technically support, supposed to record them and get that time off in lieu of working those overtime hours. Yeah, you're hours. supposed to get bank time. But nobody does that. So, uh, but fun fact is that that is bullshit. If you work overtime, even in a salaried position, your yeah. employer is still obligated to pay you overtime for those hours. Yeah, and I keep telling people every time someone's like, I have a problem with my employer... So you should definitely always go to the labor board because they're government funded and it's basically a room of lawyers who want to just go beat up on employers that are shitty. And if your employer isn't giving you in lieu time bank days off, they're still saving money because they're just giving you straight time for overtime hours. So basically, instead of them having to pay someone time and a half, they just have to pay them regular time. So that's already a deal for the employer. So if that's happening to you, go after them. Yes, absolutely. And there are a lot of uh, free or pro bono services if you can't afford an employment lawyer. Um, There are a lot of services, uh, at least in Vancouver, that I'm familiar with that will... uh, You don't even need a lawyer. Like, I I sued a previous employer for overtime, and all it took was me calling the labor board. And what happened was I had agreed to work ten hour, four 10-hour days or whatever, and then they're like, okay. And then the employer pissed me off because he was just a douchebag, and I was like, you know what? 
I'm going to call the labor board. And they might have changed the laws because this was like 10 years ago. But the labor was like, nope, they have to prove that you didn't work the hours you say you did. You don't have to prove you worked them. Oh, and the burden of proof is on them to prove yeah, it? Because they're the employer. You're not – you don't have oh. an accountant being an employee. Oh. It's, all that shit is supposed to be tracked by your employer. They have – they're the ones who have to prove when you worked and when you didn't work. Interesting. I did not know that. Yeah. It's not like they're, they, they're just like some ramshackle people living in a wooden shed being like, yeah, I can't remember when you worked. Like that's part of their job. Yes. Because but so few employers, uh, particularly in regards to salaried positions, mm-hmm. uh, I know that, that they don't track hours worked. Are you salaried? I am salaried. I am uh, not salaried. I, I also know that my employer does does not track hours worked, and I know that there are... This is not a slight knock on my employer, who I really enjoy working for, yeah. but I know that a lot of people there, um, the expectation is that, yeah, you will put in extra hours, and, and you will work as many hours in the days you need to get a project done, but uh, nobody banks those hours. Nobody asks for overtime pay for those hours, yeah. so... Eh, well, also, too, like, there, there is, it is still like an old school thing where if you like an employer, you don't put their feet to the fire that often. Like, if they are, like, if you're a salaried employer or employee and you're working a couple overtime hours here and there and you don't really want to raise a fuss because you don't want to raise animosity between your employer, that's fine. That's your decision. You don't have to keep up with the legalities of it. But... It's more of a if your employee is fucking you around and you are getting upset with it, or if you just want to be a dick and have do a spite move. Yeah, which well, I highly recommend. I've done a spite move in the past, and they tell us we're supposed to be good people and we're not supposed to do things out of spite. But it is so satisfying to make your employer pay you fifteen hundred dollars when they really don't want to. I don't even think it's a sp- like. I think if you're working those hours, you yeah. are entitled. To that pay. Uh, yeah. Explain to me why a, a business or a corporation would have any right to free labor from its employees. Like, that makes zero sense to me. So Internships? Even, yeah, even that uh, local yeah. tech company called Hootsuite uh, got smacked the fuck down a couple oh. years ago because they were... They were doing exactly that. They yeah. were, like, filling their ranks with unpaid interns... Uh, highly illegal. These people weren't yeah. getting paid. They were doing it just to get their foot in the door in the tech industry. And I know this is particularly something that's uh, pretty widespread in tech. People just want to get jobs at these big tech companies where they think they can build their careers. So they yeah. take unpaid jobs or they let these companies jerk them around. Uh, and it turns out they cannot do that. There are still labor laws, <laughs> which we should take full advantage of for as long as they last because it's yeah. just a matter of time before uh, governments wipe labor laws completely and we're all back to working like 90-hour weeks in a Yeah, because mine. then we have to rely heavily on unions again. Like one of the best things about Canada is our labor laws are so strong that we don't really need unions like some there are still unions out there and they are still beneficial but the labor laws are there and they act for you and they you got to they demand like compensation and benefits and all this stuff to the point where you don't really need to join a union to argue for you. So, I think unions are still hugely valuable and yeah. necessary, but uh, anti-union uh, and big business groups have succeeded in pushing this narrative that, like, oh, unions only protect lazy people. Well, that's not true. They protect everyone. You just happen to get a few lazy people wrapped up in that. A lot of lazy people. I don't. I don't know about that, man. I've been in. I've been in unions where a guy stole from a company, and it was just like stuff. Well, I don't know. It's it's hard to say because when you're working in a shop and you just take all the stuff, but you still keep it at the shop in case you need it later, but you have a stockpile of all the stuff everybody needs, is that still stealing? I, I don't know. It's still on the employer's yeah. premises? It, but it's like a vague gray area. Uh... But anyways, he did that and the union protected him and it was annoying and everybody wanted him to get fired. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know about that so much. Yeah. But I mean, 
I would rather have unions that exist to protect the rights of the workers than uh, a system in place that pretty much protects the rights of the employers who uh, have been shown time and time again to not really give a fuck about the welfare of their employees. Well, yeah, most of the time... If you want to have a business and be a business owner, it's because you want to make more money than you would as an employee. Yeah, 100%. So you're going to take steps to make more money. Yeah, even at the expense of the people earning that money for yeah. you. Well, they're below you on the totem pole. True, that's right. They, they, <laughs> they totally are, should make less. Uh, it should be legal to exploit your, uh, your labor force. Well, not, not exploit. That's kind of a... Strong word. I'd say mildly uh, <laughs> take advantage of. Sure. That works. And yeah. I mean, you are giving them money. They should be lucky yeah. to. Uh... Yeah. Okay. What's do, you, next? do you want to move on to the, the first actual topic? Yeah. Uh, Trump? Well, if we don't tell them that wasn't an actual topic, then they'll just think it was a topic. Right. That was a real topic. That anyway. was totally a real topic. <laughs> Trump. Uh, Man of the people, populist president, uh, looking out for uh, all Americans. Uh, recently, fuck it, what? What? You can import dead animal or so, dead uh, elephant products do, now. Do you want to hear? Do you want to hear me alienate more listeners? Sure. I'm pro this decision. What? I want to be able <laughs> to take. Okay. So the way it works is, if you want to go hunt an elephant, you have to pay this giant fee of like fifty five thousand dollars. Which the companies that take you on the safari to go hunt an elephant then put into keeping the elephants fed, keeping them strong, setting up reserves away from poachers so that because they want to make that $55,000, so they're going to fence off this giant area and make the elephants breed so they can have more elephants, so they can hunt more. So, in a roundabout way, it actually increases the population of elephants. And Anyways, this law is kind of a non-starter because it's only, it's not stopping the hunting. It didn't stop the hunting of elephants. It stopped the ability to bring in trophies from your hunt back to America. But what people don't realize is all the people that did these hunts have these trophies in a warehouse in Zimbabwe somewhere. It's not like they're like, oh, I love hunting. I'm just going to stop hunting because... Three years ago, Barack Obama said, I can't bring the tail of this elephant back with me. Okay. But this is such a dumb fucking policy. Like, who who does this benefit? How many Rich people who want to go hunt elephants. Okay, rich people, exactly. So Trump, the populist president who's looking out He's for not a, middle yeah. America. Yeah. Uh, his, his big move here is to... You know who I have seen hunting elephants? His son? Uh, yeah, Donald Trump Jr. So... You're using government resources to roll back a fucking policy so that your idiot son can bring some elephant ears, uh, which, by the way, also a delicious, uh, delicious hey, pastry, pastry treat. I think it's more the tails than the heads. But uh, the funny thing was, see, heads are cool. What, elephant tail? That's a fucking lame trophy. Well, man. when you there's like the weird thing is for different animals that you kill, you take a different part of them for their trophy, and. Like with deers, you take their antlers, and with moose, you take their antlers, and with uh, bears, you take the swizzle stick, which is their penis, which most people don't know that people who hunt bears cut out the penis of the bear, and that's their trophy, which is mildly hilarious, but mostly disturbing. Yeah, it's very disturbing. Anyways, my point is this. When they took that picture of Donald Trump Jr. holding up his tail trophy from the elephant... And he's wearing these clothes that don't even look like they've been washed once, let alone did any hunting in. Like, they look like they still have the factory creases in them. And he's holding this knife, which he supposedly cut the elephant's tail off. And it's, like, completely clean. There's no blood on it or anything. I mean, if I was going to be a rich guy who shot an animal from a vehicle and then wanted to fake make it look like I actually did something... I'd get my clothes dirty and then maybe get a little blood on the knife. But my point is this. It's less, like, I don't know. Wouldn't it be rad to have a big, like, 
taxidermied elephant head on the li- in your living room wall. I guess. You they, look like a badass. You can 3D print that shit now. There's absolutely no need to murder an actual elephant. Furthermore, uh, I just want to say, I'm not a huge fan of killing elephants. Like, I don't want to personally go kill an elephant. I just think in the long term, people paying $55,000 to hunt an elephant will actually save the elephants from going extinct more than just fucking leaving them alone in the wild in, El- in like, Africa. Because one, th- one of the things that's killing elephants, it's not just people shooting them. It's people taking away their fucking, their land and their grazing areas. Because, I don't know if you know this, Derek, but Africa, a lot of it's a desert. And elephants like to eat shit. That grows. And people in Africa who want to start a farm aren't going to really give a fuck about an elephant being alive over feeding their family with this farmland. So they're going to take all this, all the land they can from the elephants to make farms. And then who cares about the elephants? Nobody. Are, are we arguing that elephants are living on, like, arable farmland in Africa right now? Well, I'm saying... I don't think that's no, true No, I'm not saying arable farmland. <laughs> I'm saying if there was land that oh, could oh, be farmed... So we're doing hypotheticals. People would chase out the elephants. But if these, like... If this, like, crafty capitalist people who want to help people hunt elephants set up this huge game reserve and put that money that people are paying to hunt elephants into keeping up the stock of elephants, there would be more elephants than if they didn't do that. Yeah, man. Classic, classic argument. Uh, By allowing rich people to do whatever the fuck they want, it actually benefits everyone. Well, they can't do whatever they want. They have to pay all this money to hunt an elephant under specific situations. Yeah. Which is 100, that, that should be the way it is. That's what it is now. Yeah. That should continue to be the way. Yeah. Fuck, fuck your elephant trophy. I don't give a shit. Take a no, picture. No, that's what it, it is. Instagram. They could still go there and hunt them. They just can't take a piece of the elephant they're already killed back here. Good. Great. Cool, man. But I want them to be able to so they hunt more. I can't. So they spend more money. I can't go to they, the States and buy a bag of beef jerky and bring it across the fucking border with me. You can't? So, well, I don't know. They're like meats and vegetables. Oh, yeah. Are, You're not uh, supposed to because it like fucking... I don't know what. You're going to get the hunter virus from fucking you, beef You very well could, but uh, yeah, no. Fuck, I don't care if you can bring how an about, elephant How tail. about we make a compromise? You can take all the beef jerky from the States back here, and I can take an elephant head from Zimbabwe. Only if you turn the rest of the elephant into elephant jerky, and then we can eat that as well. Do you think that would be good? What? I, I think it would be... Elephant jerky? Yeah, probably be... Are elephants pretty lean animals? I have no idea. Uh, I have no idea what the meat of an elephant would taste like. Ultimately, it doesn't even matter. Uh, Trump has already walked this back. Apparently. No, he's put, he's put it on hold. Put it on hold. Because people who don't hunt freaked out. It's like all, all the shit. Even people who do. I mean, so you have hunters, which are yeah. like people who like will go out into the forest and kill some animals for fun. Which, fine, whatever, fuck, everyone needs a hobby. It's not for fun. Sometimes they keep them to eat. Big game hunters are rich guys Yeah, who need to, like, just do something fucking moronically stupid well, and out there. Like, See, I think, I think lots of people think the only people that hunt big game is rich people because only rich people want to hunt big game. But it's also rich people are the only ones that can afford to hunt big game. Because your average run-of-the-mill hunter doesn't have $50,000 laying aside to pay to hunt an elephant, let alone all the flights and the lodgings and everything it would take. Well, I guess lodgings in Africa couldn't be that expensive, could they? Well, I'm not going <laughs> <laughs> to... I don't want to sound racist, but I, mean, I think sure. hotels are cheap and... Zimbabwe. I'm sure they they could be ish. Yeah. Uh, what are you looking up? I'm looking up our next topic. Oh, do you want to just move on? Oh uh, yeah. I, I. Where do we land on this? I'm pro elephant trophies, and you're against. I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't. What about the thought of somebody hunting an elephant? Are you okay with that? Yeah, as long as it's done in, like, a controlled environment. 
Where they pay a lot of money. Where they pay a lot of money. Yeah. And that money is actually being used to, uh, to, for, like, breed and develop more elephants. Not just for killing, but, like, wild elephant population yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, which it seems to be what's, what's in place right now. Yeah. I, I guess. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, like, I, like, when I think of somebody killing an elephant, I'm like, well, that sucks. Like, when poachers kill elephants, I'm deadly against, because... They do it very meanly and let the elephant suffer and just, like, soft its tusks and leave it to die. Oh, so if you're killing elephants humanely and taking their tusks for ivory, that that's okay? Well, no. Why? Because you're selling ivory on the black market. You're not taking it as a personal trophy. Oh, so... That's if, commercialism. If, so if there was a guy who uh, just wanted to kill elephants and take their tusks, but never sell them, just, like, have a warehouse full of tusks in his backyard... Why would he have a warehouse full of tusks? Why wouldn't he, man? Be like, hey, look at all these fucking elephants I killed. I that mean, would be okay. If he paid $55,000 for each elephant and the hunt was in specific regulations and everything... I mean, sure, you could keep the tusks, <laughs> but the whole reason elephants are endangered is because poachers would just kill elephants, take their husks, like abandon baby elephants, then that baby would die, and they just weren't doing it in kind of like an ecological way that would respect the thrivingness of the elephant herd. Like, if you're going to hunt elephants in a way that doesn't affect the viability of the herd for Ivory, then I'm okay with it. I just don't really think anybody really wants ivory anymore. Like, hasn't it been so demonized that people don't really make their pianos out of it anymore or want to? I don't think... I'm pretty sure everything has been replaced with synthetic materials Yeah, because anyways. it's way cheaper and easier. Yeah, you don't have to kill elephants yeah. to make it happen. So, following that logic... Maybe we don't have to kill an actual elephant to get an elephant head. Maybe we can get a big, big old synthetic one. Like what? You're going to have some guy over to your house. He's going to see an elephant head hanging in your foyer and he's going to like touch it for. Uh, no, he's going to be like cool fucking elephant head. And yeah. Be like, yeah, totally shot that thing dead myself. Yeah, definitely. Like if you pay $55,000 just to hunt an elephant when you could get a synthetic head, you have way too much money, and if you're going to waste it, it should go to help elephant populations. Startup idea. Yeah. Let's start a company yeah. where we do uh, fake elephant hunts, and we'll, like, implant the memories of your elephant hunt in your head, and we'll give you a big old fake-ass elephant trophy and at the end of it. And we keep the $55,000? Yeah, we don't pay that money to help anyone. Maybe we give, like, five bucks to, like, UNICEF or something. I don't fucking yeah. know. But uh, I could use $55,000. Like, this is probably where we're all headed, like some Total Recall style shit yeah. where they just uh, give you. Oh, my God. If there was a Total Recall entry, like promotional offer where the like first memory is free, what would you get? I could like anything. You could get any memory implanted. What would it be? Oh, man. That's a good question. Probably uh, uh, when I uh, played on the the Edmonton Oilers in the 1980s. Oh, uh, that is good. Gretzky, huh? Yeah. Won, won nine Stanley Cups or Yeah, whatever. like you're just like, you get all of Korea's memories yeah. from <laughs> one of the Stanley Cup <laughs> rings. That would be awesome. Yeah. What did I say? Paul, Paul Korea? Never played with Wayne Oh, Gretzky. yeah, no, he Would have been awesome, though. No, he didn't. I met Yari Curry. What would you do? Or Mark Messier. Well, I would get the memory of me killing a shark with a pocket knife underwater implanted. Oh, that's so much cooler. Because there's no fucking way I'm ever going to go get that memory <laughs> that in any happen, way. Man. And if somebody has actually done that and I can have that memory and just walk around like the most confident person ever because I killed a shark with a fucking pocket knife. That'd be pretty dope. I'm actually Googling to see if this has ever happened before. Yeah. Now that's I guess that's the one problem is because if you were getting memories implanted, it would have to be something that someone's done. You couldn't be like, oh, I'd want to go to the future and see what it's like because nobody's gone to the future. Diver fights and kills 12-foot tiger shark with knife. Hot this is a real damn. thing that I happened. am getting that guy's Look memories. Look at this dude. He just stabbed it in the throat. Oh, my God. That guy's a badass. 
why is he wearing a complete one-piece butt-hugging wetsuit? I don't know, but this is amazing. Is it wrong that I go to look immediately at his butt-hugging wetsuit instead of what he's doing? Uh, that, that is kind of weird, because I'm looking at him stabbing a shark in the throat, or gills, or whatever. Do sharks have throats, or is it just, like, a tube with teeth at one end and a butt at the other end? Like, wouldn't the throat be the shark's body? And that is Dale's take on I mean, I'm not a shark scientist, but, um... It's a throat with a butt and teeth. (laughs) It pretty much is, isn't it? Like, they've been around since dinosaur time. Like, people are like, they're only around because they haven't evolved from when they had just butts and teeth. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, uh, people have strong feels on this year's Sexiest Man Alive. Uh, we will tell you who that is when we return. Spoiler alert, it wasn't Dale or I. That's why people are upset. Please vote for us in 2018. Okay. We'll be right back. Hello again, Internet. <laughs> hey, hey, pals. Let's let's talk about what people really care about. Uh, that is... Sexy men. Sexy, super rich white men. I'm just joking. There's been there's been non-white sexiest <laughs> men alive. Have there? Let's look at the... Dwayne uh, The Rock Johnson won last year. I think Dwayne The Rock Johnson is a much better choice. Than, than Blake uh, Shelton? People's sexiest But do you men. know who Blake Shelton is a better choice than? In retrospect, obviously. Mel Gibson, who Ew. was the first ever People's Sexiest Man Alive. Yeah, in like 1982. 85. Actually, Derek, you know how much I like to do research, right? I uh, just uh, I know you are strongly opposed to it, yes. Well, actually, randomly I'll get super interested, and that is just what happened with the People's List of Sexiest Man Alive, because some... Well, I, I kind of I have to do a disclaimer, because I say I like to research stuff once in a while, and that... It basically starts and stops with me reading the Wikipedia. Ew, Matt Damon. So here, I just want to read, uh, do you want to know how The Sexiest Man Alive started? Sure. Okay, so what happened was, the origin of the title was a discussion on a planned story on Mel Gibson. Someone exclaimed, oh my god, he is the sexiest man alive. And then someone else said, you should use that as a cover line. And they did. And the rest, as they say, is history. And 32 years later, it's Blake Shelton. But, uh... Blake Shelton, for those of you who don't know, uh... I believe he was a country singer at one time. He's now, still a country singer. No, does he actually sing still, or yeah. does he just host he the still, voice? And he still makes banging country hits, Derek. When was the last time Blake Shelton... Dude, he has a song out right now, I'm pretty sure. Does he actually? And he's punching Gwen Stefani's guts in. That's got to count for something. It's a charming way of putting it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, he does kind of look like a like a beefier Gavin Rossdale. Now that you think about it, yeah, like they they do have similar. Which uh, is funny that you say Gavin Rossdale because pulling it back to the sexiest man alive, Gavin Rossdale's always reminded me of David Beckham, who has also won sexiest man alive in the that was year. Just a few years ago, wasn't it? 2015. So, since uh, since 1985, People's awarded a man the sexiest man alive every year, except for 94, which they missed, and I can't remember why. I think it was something to do with the hockey lockout. I haven't really <laughs> researched it, but I'm pretty no, sure. About right. I'm pretty sure that's about right. The same thing. But anyways, what happened was. For because they wanted to uh, fill out their list nicely in 2015, they rewarded Keanu Reeves, the 1994 Sexiest Man Alive, posthumously. While well, he's still humus. <clears throat> well, yeah, still but here. I meant like this was like 20 years after the yeah, fact. 20 years after the fact, he stopped being hot, even though he looks exactly the same as he did in '94. I mean, maybe now he has stubble, so people think he's aging. Have you heard the conspiracy theory that Dick or uh, Keanu Reeves is a vampire? Because he's been, what, famous actor for 30 years, and he hasn't really aged that he's, much? He's aged. He's like 60 now, isn't he? He's, uh... Like, he's aged... 
He's aged from Bill and Ted's acting. Yeah. But if you look at, like, fucking... Um, no, he's dramatically aged. What's that? He's 50. Hey, I didn't know he was Lebanese. He's Lebanese? Yeah, apparently he was born in Lebanon. Huh. Okay, maybe that doesn't make him Lebanese, but... Okay, uh, what was that movie... The fuck, why can't... The Matrix. Yeah. Like, if you look at Matrix Keanu Reeves to Still now... Still looks significantly younger there. Uh, uh, no, he, he does. Now he's got, like, the stubble. salt and pepper goatee. Oh, that's and, true. Uh, I mean, no. yeah. John Wick. Uh, anyway, Blake Shelton, uh, beefy country singer slash voice host, coach. I don't know what they're called on that show. Yeah. Uh, was voted Sexiest Man Alive. Uh, half the world seems to be upset about this because they don't actually think Blake Shelton is sexy. Uh, half is upset because someone went and dug through his tweets from a decade ago uh, and found him saying some shit that normal people might consider problematic. Not at all problematic for a country singer. Okay, um, I just want to point out one thing. They're digging up his tweets from 10 years ago? Yeah. He was tweeting 10 years ago? Yeah. A country singer was tweeting 10 years ago? 2009. These people cannot say anything because the only reason they're safe is because they weren't tweeting 10 years ago. Even then, like, okay, so he made some gay jokes, which he's... Everybody like, did he, on the internet yeah. 10 years ago. In 2009, you could say stuff like this, and it was it was a little edgy, but it wasn't like you were like, oh, you're a homophobe. You were like, yeah. oh, you're a person making gay jokes, like this everyone is, else. This is pre-PC hysteria. Yeah, like back in 2009, you could say, that's gay, yeah. In a derogatory term. And people are like, stop saying that. But they weren't like, you don't get to be sexiest man alive because you said that. <laughs> like, no, Thank God for that because like, we're still eligible. Mel Gibson was the <clears throat> sexiest man alive and he said stuff like that, I think you know. Uh, he said stuff way worse than, yeah. didn't he go on a rant against the Jews? Like, yes, that's, he did. That is Mel Gibson. And he okay. called a cop. Sugar tits, <laughs> which I don't want to sound like a dickhead, is probably one of my favorite nicknames of all time. <laughs> For yourself, I or? ask. I ask my girlfriend probably on a weekly basis if I can call her sugar tits. She always says no, don't do that. It's offensive. And then I say, but it's really funny. And then she just doesn't let me. So that's where I feel on that. Also, uh, I want to hit you with a quick couple facts about. This list, there has only been two non-white people. Oh, wait. Are we counting Keanu Reeves as non-white no, since no, he's from Lebanon? we just found out that he was Lebanon. Actually, do you, do you want to know a little uh, anecdotal evidence that I learned in my reading stuff on the internet? East Indian people and people from, I don't know, what's the, what's the actual non-offensive way to say East India? South Asia? Just in, in just a, India. Just okay. India. Those people are actually... You don't have to call it East India. From the There's same only one India. Genetic. Unless you're referring to the eastern part of India, when I might call that East India. But India as a whole, that's just India. But I'm not talking about India. I'm talking about, like, Iraq and Iran and stuff like that. That's not India at all. That's the Middle East. Yeah. Oh, okay, so I just say Middle Eastern people. Is that not offensive? Wait, you're giving me Middle Eastern people and East Indian people were the same just because they're all brown? Derek. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> of all the dumb shit Dale has said on this podcast, I think we found a new winner. Okay. They both have East in them. Anyways, what I'm saying is those people are from the same genetic ancestry as white people, and they're also referred to as Caucasian. Oids. Is it Caucasianoids or just Caucasians now? Anyways, my overall point before I pointed out how ignorant I was, was even if Keanu Reeves was born in Lebanon and was Lebanese, he would still count as white, would he not? Oh, Keanu Reeves is Canadian, it says. What? Yeah, well, all you have to do to be Canadian is become a citizen. Early life, uh, his mother... His father is an American from Hawaii. Hawaii! Uh, and his... Yeah, he's... Oh, wait. If his father... Wait, is his father an American from Hawaiian? Or is he, like, Samoan, like The Rock? 
His mother is English. His father, an American from Hawaii, is of Chinese, English, Irish, Native Hawaiian, and Portuguese ancestry. <laughs> you want to throw any other random On ones top in of there? that, he was born in Lebanon, but he's Canadian. Go figure. Keanu Reeves, huh. man. Bringing the world together it, one handsome face at a in- time. Interesting mix. Okay, so anyways, do you want to count Keanu Reeves as non-white? No. My whole point is this. Of the 31 or the 32 years of the history... There's only been two non-white people on this list, and that is Denzel Washington. Yeah, which for a black guy, he's pretty white. Just going to put that out there. I just want to say, as white people, we're not allowed to distinct between light-skinned and dark-skinned African-American people because that is racist. uh, Even though they hate each other openly and it's awkward for us to talk about, we're not allowed to say it. Right. Okay. So we Let's can't just say pretend stuff I didn't like say that. Halle Berry being half white and half black is different than someone being full black. Pretend I didn't say that. Because we're not allowed to say stuff like that. I didn't say that. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. Hey, did you know Ben Affleck was the sexiest man alive? I did know that. You want to you want to hear another uh, opinion that's going to drive people away from this podcast? I like Ben Affleck as Batman. You know what? Nobody in the world agrees with you, including Ben Affleck, which is why they're removing him from... Oh. Uh, he's not getting his own Batman movie anymore. He will not be appearing in any forthcoming Justice League movies. He's uh, he's basically been like, they're phasing him out as Batman. Why? Uh, because you are probably the only person on Earth who thinks he's a good Batman. But his Batman voice is so good. Yeah, you can do that shit with, like, overdubbing now. Just uh, get Christian to, Bale couldn't. Get him to, they couldn't figure it out for Christian Bale. Christian Bale had a great Batman voice. Who was probably the most famous Batman to date, or who made the most money, probably not the most famous, but his Batman voice was the worst. Who had, who had the best Batman voice? Either Michael Keaton. 100% Michael Keaton. Or... What, George Clooney? No. No, or Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck's... His... His, uh... Bruce Wayne is kind of shoddy because he just looks like a guy who was, like, awake on the computer for 15 hours straight. <laughs> so he doesn't look like a good rich millionaire. He just looks disheveled. Um, yeah, Michael Keaton. I think Michael Keaton was also did a great Bruce Wayne. Yeah. D- did actually play the, the actually, playboy thing very well. Another hot take. My favorite Bruce Rain- Wayne was Val Kilmer. Probably oh, one of I the totally worst. I forgot that Val Kilmer was. <laughs> probably the worst Batman but the series and movies, yes, the breast, the, the breast. breast Bruce Wayne. Do you uh, want to hear some other, or should we just keep talking about Batman? Should, should we talk? No, we should talk about Blake Shelton, who you, might make a good Batman. Who knows? I'd be curious to see it. Yeah, I mean, why not? Sing, sing, <laughs> sing some country tunes. Sing about oh my God, Batman with his bat guitar. We need we need a real patriot. <laughs> patriot in the bat suit. Steel app slide bat guitar. Oh man, a steel slide guitar Batman theme. Okay, and and his fucking Batmobile could be a horse. All right, this one off. <laughs> right off the rails. Oh, talk- okay, but a horse in like the little bat cowl and you put a cape on it. Oh, yeah. That would be pretty cool. And then they could do effects where it's like breathing fire out its nostrils. Yeah, and shooting like grappling hooks from its hooves. Yeah, and-, and it's got its own little bat belt. <laughs> That'd be sweet. I think there was a Batman horse. There was. From the Super Friends. Uh, yeah, didn't they do a spinoff with like animal superheroes? Yeah. Do you want to give us more stories? I I can tell you're really chomping at the bit here, dude. Regarding... I I read thirty years of entries. I gotta talk about it some more. I don't want to waste twenty seconds of my life. I thought we were just talking about Blake Shelton and how well, how, I, well we are or bad Blake Shelton. I just want to say the most unlikely. Like people are saying, this is the worst. Sexiest man alive ever, but nah. I just want to point out that Nick Nolte once yeah, sexiest. Nick man Nolte alive. is not even in his heyday. Nick Nolte was not a sexy man. He was adequate to look at at best. Like if there was people's, he's not quite completely lunatic yet, and he's adequate to look at. Nick Nolte would win that list. Nick Nolte always struck me as like Gary Busey without the teeth. Yeah, like that's. He's like he's like one of those guys. It's like, ah, he's kind of hot, but he's got a creepy vibe. He's creepy hot. That's uh, I'm gonna gonna Google Nick Nolte here. Yeah, and uh, yeah, 
Pat, Brad Pitt won twice. He's definitely he should win. Oh, look at Nick Nolte now. Yeah, <laughs> hasn't aged look well. Look at this. Nick Nolte, not a fine wine. Look at this guy. That is for sure. Although it looks he, like he uh, blogs about chemtrails. You want to know something not. else? I think. And correct me if oh, I was gonna say he is the oldest one who won, but uh, he is not the oldest sexiest man alive. Do you want to know who is the sexiest man alive when they won? Not who's the oldest who has won. Harrison Ford in 1998 was 56. See, I'll back that up. Like Harrison Ford. Uh, what was he doing in 98? Uh, probably the, uh, what was the, the fugitive? The no, that was pre-98. That was way before 98. That was like 94, wasn't it? No. Well, maybe. Maybe it was the fugitive. Or maybe, wait, wasn't that like six days and seven nights? Let's see. Oh, yeah, that might have been it. With Anne uh, Hesh. Air Force One, six days, seven nights, 1998. Oh, yeah. Dude, he was such a bad co-star that Anne Hesh went gay after that. What, is that what happened? Well, he was in that movie, and then she was a lesbian. Damn, we just so that's talked, obviously what happened. We just talked about how you can't make gay jokes. That's not a gay joke. In 2017. That's an observation. <laughs> she... Literally went gay after that movie. Immediately after that movie. <laughs> well, I don't know about immediately. I mean, maybe she had a couple months to ruminate upon her sexual compass. Anyway, yeah, Blake Shelton. Should we should we talk more about Blake Shelton? Because I don't know. I'm probably among the people that aren't that interested in Blake Shelton. I also am not really that interested in this list of the world's sexiest man. I mean. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, 100% yes. They should give him that for the next five years. They should give him the Lifetime Achievement Sexiest Man Alive. And just like, you, whenever we name a winner, it's also and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah, until someone is better looking than Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Never happened. It will never happen. I mean, have I ever told you how much I love Dwayne The Rock Johnson and what I want them to do with Dwayne The Rock Johnson's career? I want them to take... Every cheesy Arnold Schwarzenegger sci-fi movie and remake it with better effects and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Could you imagine another running man with Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Uh, no. How about they remake Terminator 2 with Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Oh my God! Could you imagine if they made, if they just like retired... Arnold Schwarzenegger-looking T-1000s, and they all of a sudden all looked like Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I'd be down. That would be that. amazing. Uh, search settings. I'm trying to see if Dwayne The Rock Johnson has ever uh, tweeted anything problematic about gay people. I bet he hasn't. Shout, shout out to uh, movie companies. You don't even have to pay me for that idea of Dwayne The Rock Johnson as a Terminator. Just seeing Dwayne The Rock Johnson as a Terminator... On the big screen is payment enough for me. Dude, that's the other thing about Dwayne The Rock Johnson is he has a heart of gold. He's like one of those guys who grew up poor and had to fight his way. <laughs> get it? Fight his way to yeah, the Dale, top. Yeah, I get it. So he was, he was a wrestler. And the best part is he never forgets where he was. He's like He's always talking about how he had to fight for $50 in the parking lots of malls just wrestling and then he has to talk about how many stone cold stunners he got just to make it to the top he just seems like a very uh charismatic like dude down to earth dude have you ever seen a man that ripped who's down to earth which is weird because you're like only dudes who are super materialistic and narcissistic would get that ripped but he pulls it off. Like, he's the most ripped man alive, but he's also very nice. He's super nice, super down to earth. I can't find anything, uh, what, like, uh, yeah, he hasn't tweeted anything awful, even in 2009 when it was socially acceptable to do so. Yeah. Uh, but he also, also, should we give Blake Shelton a pass because he's a country singer? Yeah, 100%. And we look at the people who listen to country music in 2009. Even now, today. Yeah. Uh, I don't think any country music fans, they're not traditionally 
the most woke, open-minded. Yeah, you don't go to like say, what's a huge country music festival? Well, we don't know. Okay, so say, what would be the Lollapalooza or the Coachella of country music? Well, that one they just had in Vegas that the guy opened oh, fire on. We should have probably avoided that. Yeah. Oh, now I feel bad for making fun of them. Yeah. Anyways, besides the Las Vegas one. Just, just walk it back. <laughs> I was going to say you don't, don't go to a music country festival and be like, wow, look at all these woke people here. Yeah, look at all these rainbow <laughs> flags and wow. uh, people. You know what I want to learn rights. about? I want to learn about diversity from a country music fan. Hey, speaking <laughs> of diversity and an entire nation of country music fans, yeah. give it up for Australia. Oh, my God. Uh, voted in a postal referendum to... It's, it's it's not binding, though. It doesn't actually make anything happen. No, they have... But it was the referendum, and then they're going to they're gonna have to, like, legislate it, like, make it official, right? I thought like it was... The government will. It was like a poll to see if they'd be if okay... people would support it, ...with yeah, introducing 100%. a bill. Like, is this... Now they're going to make a bill? Okay, so if you were living under a rock or living down on that... Uh, what happened was, I don't know why, is it called a postal vote because they actually mailed it out? You actually had to mail, uh, yeah, there were, there were pictures on Twitter of people like going and stealing all the, the like forms from their neighbor's mailboxes and voting no on all of them. (laughs) (laughs) Because Australia is full of dickheads because it's 2017 and the fact that Australia voted to maybe allow gay people to get married once upon a time in the future is a big deal, makes the country an embarrassment. I wasn't aware that there were Western Western countries that uh, still prohibited gay marriage. Yeah, like, what the fuck, Australia? I'm not going to... surprised by that. I'm not going to give you a pat on the back because you... And it wasn't even a resounding, like, 100%. It was, like, 60 to 30% and 10% of people didn't vote. And everybody on the internet's like, well, look at Australia. You guys really pulled it together. First you got gun control, and now you're going to let gay people get married. And everybody's not like, whoa, why the fuck can't you get married? Like, you could get married in the States. And I don't know if you've paid attention to the States lately. There's a couple bigots there. One or two. Yeah, one or two. And Australia apparently has more bigots than than the USA. Which... I get, because look at, uh, just look look at Australia. Look at every Australian you've ever known. Yeah. Like. I mean, they don't have time to get married to people of the same sex. They're fighting kangaroos in the trenches <laughs> down there and fucking spiders and snakes. It's just like, it's, it's an awful shitty country uh, full of shitty animals that want to murder you. And ex-convicts. If, if I lived in Australia, one of the few joys in my life would be telling people who didn't believe the same shit as me that they couldn't do the shit that I wanted to do. So, yeah, like squash, squash the minorities, fucking crush their dreams, throw them all in internment camps, because that will make your shitty day-to-day existence fighting off man-sized spiders with a broomstick more enjoyable. Yeah, I won't. I think <laughs> you're still... Gonna be like, hey, you want to get something from the root cellar? No, I don't want to <laughs> risk my life because there's fucking spiders in there. It's like in Canada, if someone's scared of spiders, you're like, come on, that's not gonna kill you. But in Australia, it, it will fucking actually will. It will literally kill you. Yeah, you're like, ah, there's a spider on the wall. Hey, wait, that's not Australian. What was that? Well, I, you're. I, I lost it. I mean, it's not like any of your accents My usual are, are infallible <laughs> accent accurate. has slipped. Um, hey, yeah. they're all accents. <laughs> Let's see what this Australian one was actually. Australia. I'm just trying to diversify my accents by not ruling out different landmasses and just letting them slip from American to Australian to the UK. Because I am all for diversity, especially with my accents. Because sometimes they just want to go somewhere else. Did you find anything? Uh, That Australia is the 26th country, will be the 26th country in the world to legalize gay marriage. 
Netherlands was the first in 2000. Hey! Uh, most recently, Germany passed legislation. This Wait, summer. Germany? Yeah, it was well, also kind of late well, to the party. Well, uh, Germany kind of has a little history with being unaccepting of people of different uh, livelihoods. Yeah, you no, think lives. they, they would have... Uh, yeah, you'd figure they'd overcorrect yeah, and just, like just rush fucking to be the first. Allow like, everyone can marry everyone yeah. now. <laughs> we have learned our lesson. Wait, so I have a question. In these countries where you're just allowed to get married if you're the same sex, what if you're the opposite sex but one of you is transgendered? Like, in Australia, or in Germany, which is the last one to allow it, is a guy who used to be a female allowed to marry another female? Uh, so I don't know about the legal status of sex changes in a lot of countries. It's not something I'm really read up on. I don't know if you can legally change your sex. Like in on Germany? Like according, well, anywhere. Like yeah. even according to... Government records or whatever. No, 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 no. They just said, oh, fuck, was that Canada or the States where you can now change your birth certificate sex? Oh, can it? Yeah. Look at that. I'm I'm fairly confident you can't do that in Germany, so you Which would still I be... Which I don't really agree with. Not for any, like, because it's against my beliefs, but what if you're in a car accident and you're a female... And they see your birth certificate, and they're like, oh, she was born a female. We got to go inside her and make sure all her shit's not borked up from the traffic accident. I don't know how medicine works. Yeah, clearly. Might be able to tell. But I do know for a fact that males and females have different like, insides. What if what if you're in a traffic accident, and you are you were born a dude, and they go, and they're examining your body, and they're like, well, this dude's dick fell off, and then they go to give you a dick transplant. <laughs> no, 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 no. What, what I meant was... Was what if you're a woman now and you were born a dude and they go to make sure your fallopian tubes and clitoris and all that other stuff deep inside your body is still good? <laughs> and then they're like, What? <laughs> Where's all this stuff we were expecting? This totally affects the way we're allowed <laughs> to two administer. Two weeks medicine. in a row, we get some <laughs> unique insight into Dale's understanding of the female anatomy. <laughs> Uh, I'm pretty sure that shit would be in your medical record unless you, like, flew to South America to have the assignment Well, I'm done. just – does everybody – like, I'm just saying, like, they, like, pull your license and it says, oh, it's a chick. Oh, look, it's a chick injured. Dude, if a doctor is operating off of your driver's license and not, like, the entire history of medical Derek, I already said I'm like not I a said. medical scientist. I don't know <laughs> these things. I'd say you have bigger problems. Uh, then gender reassignment surgery. Do you think this will affect my uh, ability to become a doctor? No. Okay. Not at all. You should. Yeah. Dale is the first person in history to be paying his way through medical school by going welding. Yeah. I'm not going to medical Congrats, school. Congrats. I know. I know. It's for the best. Yeah. Because it's like seven more years of school and I've already had like five, which is more than enough for this guy. Uh, speaking of people who don't understand anything about anything, uh, girls creator. Oh my God. Uh, Leah, Leah Dunham. Dunham. Leah is, Dunham is as Leah Dunham does. Is, is in the news for saying something completely fucking stupid again. Okay. So if you have a TV show that you're herald as a feminist trailblazer because it's called girls and it's about girls and whether it's any good or not is different from if you're a feminist. If you're this person and you have this hit show girls and women look up to you. And you're, yeah, this feminist passes, icon. It passes the Brechtel test and everything. And then one of the writers on the show is accused of sexual assault. You don't use your podium as a feminist to go to defend him and say this is probably one of the 3% of the people who's being accused when they shouldn't be accused because, as she states, I've known this guy for five years, and he doesn't seem like one of those guys. Which, you know, is a defense for any rapist. It's like, yeah. oh, I know the person personally, so whatever that woman's saying, uh, fuck her, she's wrong. Yeah, like, this is this is the... 
fucking that judge who's like, I don't want to affect his professional swimming career yeah. after this point, so I'm not going to legally charge him. Like, also, as me and Derek have stated, when in our youth we were kind of immature and we were different people, and we changed to be these perfect examples of what adult males should be, and we've changed and we've grown. So what I'm saying is, you've only known the guy five years. He could have been a complete derelict piece of shit ten years ago, and you don't know that because you've only known him five years. Like, and also, when you know a guy five years, they how, don't go... How well do you know him? Yeah. Like, he's a co-worker. He's not your fucking best friend who you went down a river in a canoe and survived. So basically the only people left in the world who could still stomach the, like, insane shit that comes out of uh, Lena Dunham's mouth were feminists. Yeah. And now she just totally exploded that bridge by siding with a dude who is accused of rape over his accuser because she knows the guy personally. Yeah. Uh, I'm convinced that she's, like, her entire life is this performance art piece where she just says, like mind-blowingly stupid shit every, like, eight months on a cycle just to, like, get back into the news. I think this is the way it works. It's kind of like what you're saying, but Leah Dunham grew up rich and was sent to school, and she doesn't really get how life works, so every time something hits the major airwaves, like the Me Too campaign, she goes, hey, wait, pay attention to me. This is how I feel about this thing. And then, but every once in a while, she's actually a terrible person, and she'll say how she really feels, and then people will be like, what the fuck? And she'll be like, oh, wait, no, I'm just joking. I shouldn't have said that. Because now she has Trump, Trumpishly stepped it back and been like, yeah, I shouldn't have defended this guy. Uh, yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like, first you defend him. Call this girl probably a liar. Yeah, this girl who accused my friend, she's a total liar. And then later she's like, well, people on Twitter freaked out about what I said, so uh, I'm sorry I said that. Uh, yeah. So here's, here's like, a, a bunch of dumb shit Lena Dunham has said. Oh, yeah. Uh, I can't I like imagine this. a passionate affair with a native man. Uh, yellowish fever. I know I said I could never imagine a Japanese affair, but I've changed my mind. Jesus. Uh, an uncool thought to have is, is that guy walking in the dark behind me a rapist? Never mind, he's Asian. What? Uh, <laughs> Jesus. There was also the thing where she faked getting a rescue dog and, like, or she did get a rescue dog and then, like, the dog was just the, like, most poorly trained piece of shit ever, specifically because of Lena Dunham, and she mm-hmm. blamed it on... Uh, abuse and how this dog had been like totally abused and the shelter where the dog had been housed before she had gotten him came out and said like no this dog was never abused like there was no proof <laughs> of that it's just like a poorly oh. shittily trained dog yeah uh, what else uh, she said uh, I can say that I still haven't had an abortion but I wish I had uh, She's just so dumb. I'm not super thin, but I'm thin for Detroit, which implying uh, Detroit has some thick women. Well, that's a uh, that's a bad thing to say. Uh, yeah, she's just like. She's a fucking... She's a moron. Like, I don't know how anyone can associate with this person. Yeah, it just sounds like she grew up rich in the Hamptons, which she did, and she's out of touch with how people are supposed to think. Yeah. And act. She's she's just gross. She's just, like, the grossest, shittiest person, uh, and I don't think she's ever held a good opinion in her life, uh, which is unfortunate because Girls was kind of a good show. The first season. I will defend Girls the first season because it was good and it gave an interesting narrative from the point of something I've never been, which is a woman. But then the second season... They took all the characters they built up and they made them shitty. Like this boyfriend she had, they turned him into a shitty guy who did shitty things. And then one of the main characters, they turned into a shitty girl. Yeah, so watch the first season of Girls, but don't watch the season where Leah Dunham just made an episode where she's naked the whole time because 
apparently that helps women's rights. Uh, yeah, sure. Sounds yeah. about right to me. Yeah. All right, what's, what's, uh... Uh, oh, there was one good thing here submitted, uh, in the mailbag where... Mailbag! Uh, if you'll remember James Damore, the guy who was fired from Google, um, for, uh, saying how diversity is a fucking awful thing and women have tiny pea brains, so, so that's the reason they're less employed in tech, uh... We we talked about it. Yeah, we did a few episodes ago. I I just uh, he came out predictably. Uh, there's a big profile on him in this week's The Guardian, in which he blames the entire thing on his autism. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, he so basically he's like he does this socially awkward thing that doesn't quite grasp, and then he goes to blame the. Well, I guess the. I love that autism has basically become the new, like, I was drunk. It's, oh, I did this fucking moronic thing. It's like the diagnosis du jour. Like, it's like, no, it's okay, I have autism. It's like like ADD was, like, five years ago. Remember when people were like, I just have ADD. I can't concentrate on anything. It's not because... You're just unintelligent and can't read properly. It's yeah. because you have ADD. You have ADD, which is a real, real disease of the brain. Yeah. Now uh, it's not I'm socially awkward. It's I'm on the spectrum. Yeah. Or no, not like I'm a stupid idiot who said something dumb and then got fired and then like tripled down on the dumb things I said yeah. because I'm a moron. Uh, James Damore, you're just you're a fucking idiot, bud. Like, yeah, autism or not, you made a bunch of really poor decisions that you continue to uh, not show any self awareness about. Uh, you don't really get to blame that on autism. I mean, you can. I'm sure people will eat that shit up. But like, imagine if he was like, I said these things because I'm narcissistic. Yeah. Like, imagine if he had a different like mental illness. Oh, yeah. Like, he was like, oh, I said that because I'm schizophrenic. Can I have my job back? I mean, I try that all the time, <laughs> and uh, it, it doesn't work. Yeah. People... Although I gotta... I do gotta give them props, because if you're gonna pick a mental illness to blame your shitty behavior on, autism is a great one, because now it's, like, referred to as the spectrum. Yeah, it's so loosely defined. Because you, can... you could be so mildly autistic that it's barely noticeable, or you could be, like, full-blown... Like Ray, Rain Man? Trying to say... Was Rain Man autistic? I think I guess that was he autism, was. wasn't Yeah, it? you could be like Rain Man or like the people who can't be in public because it's just like annoying for or like painful for them to be around people or light or sounds and stuff like that. Like if you have this giant range of... Uh, what the fuck is that word? Dude, I can't think anymore. I, can't, I just can't recall Maybe you have words. autism, Dale. I can't recall words. Actually. <laughs> sh- shut up. No, like when I was in grade three, uh, my principal was like, we're scared Dale's on the spectrum. And my mom tells me this like two years ago that this happened when I was in grade three. And I was like, holy fuck, what was I doing? And she was like, oh, you know, you're just kind of like daydreaming and humming to yourself. Oh, like being a kid. And... Being off in space and not paying attention. Oh, like and I was normal like, kid shit. I was like, oh, you mean like all those things I still do <laughs> that I thought were normal? And yeah, like being a normal kid. Yeah. And I was like, so what happened? Did they do it? To, I don't like I remember most of grade three, but if they were to do some like, I don't know, does he have autism test and then found out it didn't? I was like, oh, did they find out I wasn't? And they're like, no, they just never brought it up again. And I was like, huh. Am I going to go write a terribly worded memo to Google now? Am I going to write my welding company and be like, you know what? I'm yeah. glad no women. Do any women work at your welding company? Yeah. Oh. Not as that welders. Was, that was probably sexist of me to assume. That well, I've, no I've worked with a couple women who are welders, and one of them was completely terrible, not because she was a woman, just because she was my guest did too much ecstasy in high school because she was very unintelligent. We've all been there. And could not do her job. We've all done that. And it wasn't because of her womanly drawbacks of physicality that most people in the trades claim. I don't know. Do you claim that? No. 
Do you think women are physically No, because inferior I to... know a lot of men who can't lift heavy things either. No, so it's not, you're not. <laughs> yeah, I'm one guy. of them, bud. Yeah, I'm no, one you, of can, them. you can lift more than I've seen. I'm uh, pretty weak. Uh, I did have, oh, I was, same thing with me uh, with ADD back in the day, which like, I will yeah. fully cop to like, I have problems paying attention to things. But hey, guess what? Internet age. We have, like, a zillion apps screaming in our face. Yeah. And we only ever communicate with people through computers now. So, guess fucking what? We all have autism. We all have ADD. We don't all write dumb shit memos. I think now having ADD is actually an advantage because it just means you can go from one thing to another really fastly. I have 30 tabs open in my browser window at any given time. That's not ADD, people, that's laziness. People look at it and they're like, that is melting my brain. I'm like, it makes sense to me. I'll get until you just, you can only see the icon for each of the web pages you're on. And then... Why would you keep that many web pages on? I keep like six open and then I close them because it makes the browser run slower. Maybe I need them. Maybe I'll need to go back to them and no. I don't want to have to reopen them again, yeah. man. Well, you don't park your car in the middle of the street because you might have to go drive it again. Once you close that webpage, it's gone forever. (laughs) You'll never... (laughs) I'm kind of like that with mess in the house. Like, my girlfriend's always giving me shit because I, like, leave clothes on the floor. Like, I'll come home from work and I'll take my clothes off and leave them there. And she's like, why don't you pick these up? I'm like, because I'm going to wear them tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. I'll pick them up tomorrow when I put them back on. Like, what? You want me to waste the effort... Of moving them to a different place in the house. Yeah. And then, like, putting them... No, that makes yeah. no sense. Or she's like, make the bed. I'm like, why? We're going to sleep in it tonight. Yeah. All of those are good points. Dumb. Okay. Maybe keeping a million browser windows is good. It's, you should do that. Yeah. I 100% do that. All right. Uh, I am going to pee my pants here if we don't wrap this up. So, let's wrap it up. Wrap, wrap it up. All right. <laughs> Remember... When the pun, no. when the best pun ever was when you said stuff like rap and you said a joke pertaining to rap music, like I just did. And then McDonald's made a commercial doing that, and then it killed it. And then the rap pun jumped the shark. I'm just trying to fucking make you pee your pants. Yeah, it's, it's actually going to happen. So thanks for tuning <laughs> in this week. Uh, as always, if you find anything that makes you angry on the internet, please uh, tweet us at OutrageFactPod or be personally at Herder. Or me at SuperDaleBot on I, Twitter. I think with uh, next week being American Thanksgiving, uh, maybe we'll do another thankful or happy factory episode. Just yeah. To, uh, happy factory. So tell us what made you happy on the internet and we'll tell you why it's dumb. Uh, please like us on Facebook. Book for say. Facebook <laughs> slash Outrage Fact Pod, I believe. Uh, whatever. Uh, Our Patreon shit, just go, just go to Patreon and search Outrage Fact just yeah or, or is it outrage fact pod uh, no it's outrage factory on patreon uh subscribe to us on soundcloud subscribe to us on itunes leave us a rating on itunes put money in an envelope and mail it to Derek boland and or dale deruder care but of canada don't make it look like it's from a drug dealer yeah no definitely not that uh i'm i'm gonna go pee i'll let dale around okay this uh <laughs> funny story i don't actually know how to stop the recording of this no i do i'm joking yeah so uh Well, we all know I'm the strong part of this podcast and Derek's dead weight. So if you want to let me know about that, message Derek and tell him how much better you think I am at talking than him. So until next week, uh, keep fit and have fun.